You're listening to Sky Aspects with Cleopatra Jade, a podcast about astrological topics, also full and new moons. Enjoy, guys. We have an active week full of planetary transits. We have a bunch going on this week. Mercury is going to be the most active planet this week, making a ton of aspects, but also going out of post-shadow and changing signs finally after two and a half months of being in Capricorn. So this will shake up the way we communicate and think as it goes into Aquarius. Since Mercury is the most active planet this week, it'll give us a bunch of days where we have a ton of communication, interesting exchanges, and a lot of mental processing throughout the week. And Venus will be another planet that's making a ton of alignments this week, causing us to focus on love life situations and our finances. And the vibes this week are reflective of the colorful mercurial mix that we have going on over this next seven days. So even though this is a week where Mercury is the most active, we do have a bit of solitude that's popping up, and that's coming up around the 10th all the way up until the 11th. With this mixed bag of Mercury transits that we have occurring, some of them are harmonious and some of them aren't, and there are going to be some that causes us to want to be in our heads, causes us to want some space and to process our emotions and what we might be thinking and feeling. So there could be a period around the 10th to the 11th where you're needing time to yourself. Also from the 6th all the way up until the 8th, there is some emotional sensitivity there. There's also imagination and confusion that's popping up around the 6th all the way up until about the 7th. So this could be about experiencing interactions that create confusion, but also could feel somewhat triggering. Again, because of the mixed bag energy we have going on this week, it could bring about some social exchanges that are a little uncomfortable. Psychic energy and family and friends pop up around that time that emotional sensitivity and imagination and confusion are showing up on the graph. So this could be a time where you're more sensitive to energies than typical. You could feel more intuitive than typical, but also feel as though you're picking up other people's energies. This can revolve around family and friend situation. Romantic energy will be present from the 6th to the 8th. And with all that Venus stuff, there are some flirty exchanges. Again, with a mixed bag week like this, we have some social exchanges that are pleasant, but we also have some that might be a little bit uncomfortable. But either way, this could be a time where intimacy and passion is off the charts. And of course, with the mercurial week, such as this one, we have mental energy that's occurring from the 9th all the way up until the 11th. So this could be a week where, again, we're in our heads, sometimes for stressful reasons, but other times we're just experiencing eureka moments, especially once Mercury goes into Aquarius. It's going to be like this sudden aha moment for situations that seemed unsolvable. And by the 12th, psychic energy pops back up. There's only a smidge of it and also some ambitious energy. The weekend, particularly Sunday, is going to be a mixed bag day where you might feel active one moment, but your moods may fluctuate as a result of a Jupiter Neptune tune situation occurring that can make for a very interesting day so yeah this is going to be a fascinating week for sure let's look at the next bunch of days and see what we can expect as a reminder don't forget to like and subscribe because it helps this channel grow and if you'd like to support the work of this channel you could do so by buying me a fresh cup of coffee there's a link in the description box below on the 6th, Mercury will make a sextile to Neptune. And this is part three of the sextile series between Mercury and Neptune. The first time we had it was around Christmas Eve. Then we had it on January 1st. And now we're getting that third hit. And that third hit happens to be a post-shadow alignment. So this should help us understand things that were occurring on those dates I just gave. But here's the thing about this alignment. It's a constructive version compared to some of the other transits that we had going on during the Mercury retrograde. And with this one, it's more so 
about getting connected with your high vibrational self. It's about getting connected with your spirituality. It's about having deep conversations. It's also about reconnecting with creativity and even getting connected with your intuitive abilities after a period of being psychically disconnected. So this could have been a period of rediscovering these things about yourself or gaining a more grounded practice around these scenarios. And with this alignment, all that psychic energy we were seeing on the graph in the beginning and imagination and confusion, some of that could be with us on that day. The reason why the imagination and confusion comes up with Mercury and Neptune is even though this is a harmonious alignment, sometimes Neptune makes things vague. And so there may be something intuition wise where you're getting a hit on something, but you're not necessarily sure or you're just feeling uncertain about what you might be feeling at the moment or just unable to distinguish if you're picking up someone else's energy or if this is your energy you're currently feeling. From the 6th to the 8th, we have nothing but Venus alignments occurring. Venus is going to make a sextile to Chiron on the 6th and with a configuration like this, we can come to the realization that we need to heal from self-worth issues regarding relationships and finances. This alignment highlights where we need to start recognizing where we're being overly sacrificial in relationships and why we need to value ourselves more because this is coming at a cost us in terms of our time and our self-worth, our self-esteem. So overall, these things are affecting how we feel about ourselves. So what this does is it gives us an opportunity to course correct on some of those relationships. I'm not saying that that's going to happen overnight, as I always do when I see these complicated relationship things or things to do with money or anything complicated at all, personal life-wise or, you know, career-wise. But this gives us that nudge that we need to course correct. This gives us the nudge we need to start working on that. We start reflecting and coming to a realization that we need to curb people-pleasing behavior in our lives because it's getting us nowhere and damaging our confidence. So today might be a day where you start initiating the healing process when it comes down to those things in your life. That way you're not overly giving of yourself and you're experiencing fairness in all of your relationships and when it comes down to career situations. And that's going to be necessary because by the time we get to the seventh, Venus is going to make a semi-square with Pluto and that can inflate some of these not so good feelings when it comes down to our love lives and financial situations. With a transit like this, we get an elevated sense of suspicion when it comes down to love life things and anything to do with financial situations. But we need to tread carefully with this one because the fact that it elevates suspicion can sometimes be problematic if it happens to be a relationship situation or a job situation where things are not on the up and up, then sometimes the suspicion can be warranted. In other words, if it's been a relationship where deception is the biggest theme, then the suspicion may be right. You could be getting an inkling about something and you're uncovering unscrupulous behavior because Pluto has a way of unearthing things. When it comes to job situations, it could be a feeling of unfairness or like a promotions being held over your head or there might be some favoritism going on. So this could nudge you in the right direction in those areas in terms of making changes to those things, whether it be the romantic situation or finding something more suitable job-wise for yourself. But on the other hand, in normal scenarios and healthy scenarios because of this elevated sense of suspicion you could think something that may not necessarily be true so you want to tread carefully with that there may be a small minor thing that you're seeing and it may not necessarily be a problem within a relationship or a job situation so you just want to make sure you're using as much logic as possible in all situations you want to make sure you're using logic and treading carefully if you happen to be on the other end of it where you know that there really is a problem then this is your nudge to make some changes to that if you happen to be on the healthy side then you have to kind of remember that sometimes things can get misinterpreted by people and you don't want to turn a small thing that's nothing into a big problem later luckily we'll have the motivation to make the 
changes that we need, but in a healthy way. Venus is going to make a sextile with Uranus on the 8th. So this will give us the opportunity to level up in situations that need improvement, but not in a drastic way, not in a chaotic way. So this gives us the energy to make changes without creating upheaval. Venus and Uranus, when they get together, it is all about revamping things, especially if you felt bogged down. But this is in the good way. This is in the way that we want. Sometimes we get those Venus Uranus transits where you don't want to make the changes right away because it might backfire. This is one of those things where it's healthy and it's for healthy reasons. It can help you revamp things the clean way and make sure you're making upgrades that's not stepping on anybody else's toes. For those who are single, this promotes the urge to put yourself back out there again, especially if you've been in a dating slump. Also, this gives you the urge to rethink your dating strategy. That way you're looking at alternatives. That way you're looking at different types of people instead of going for the same types because maybe going for the same types has caused you to be in a slump. So you could be rethinking things in terms of the types of people that you're dating and starting something fresh within your love life. This could be very revitalizing for a committed union that's already established. So this could be about being more spontaneous and going on exhilarating dates, doing something different when it comes down to intimacy, and overall just leveling up your relationship. Considering the alignments we had with Venus over the last two days, this is very refreshing to see because it is going out there and just being motivated to make the changes you need. Also with career, that'll be the same thing. This could be a time to reevaluate your current situation and make sudden changes to that. And not saying that you're going to leave your job. And I, again, never recommend that unless you have a proper exit strategy, but this could be all about suddenly applying for a job that will upgrade your current situation when it comes down to your finances. Also, Venus and Uranus together like this is known for some surprises when it comes to money. So this could be a day where you might get a nice surprise when it comes down to finances. It may not be for everybody, but there could be some moments where unexpected money pops up somewhere. And this also has a lot to do with appearances. Venus is how we adorn ourselves and combine with Uranus in the right way. This could be about refreshing our look. So this could be a period where you're looking to revitalize your hair, your clothing, your accessories, and even gadgets as well, because we're dealing with Uranus. So this could be, you know, not about the stuff that we're wearing. This could be about the objects that we like or anything to do with technology within our lives. So this could be a period where you're starting to do that for yourself because you feel like it's time to update that phone or tablet or computer or whatever device you might be buying. And let's hope that that upbeat tone carries us through because for the next couple of days, we've got some Mercury transits. Mercury is going to make a semi-sextile of Saturn on the 9th and also a sesquiquadrate to Mars on that same day. And these are both post-shadow alignment. The Mercury semi-sextile Saturn situation is a little weird because there's a, there's some overlap. Mercury went out of shadow around the 7th. However, sometimes we have these overlapping alignments that come out a couple of days after the post-shadow with any retrograde. We're going to have something like that with Mars as we get to the 25th of March as well. But with an alignment like this, we could revisit situations from December 23rd, January 3rd, and January 14th concerning communication that lacked empathy, that lacked warmth, or situations where we were feeling like we were in our heads and felt cold and distant and were gloomy and just didn't want to deal with people and wanted time to ourselves, wanted to beat ourselves. There are some days where you just don't want to talk to anyone, and so this could bring up those situations. What it does, sensitive 
is opposed shadow alignment though is we address these situations with the people we might be dealing with or you know people were dealing with us and clarify the situations on why we might not have been as present or why they might not have been as present sometimes people aren't distant because of you sometimes people are distant because of the way they're feeling about themselves and they could be having a bad day where they're just not open to people and if you're feeling like that it takes a lot of energy to be social and so this could be a situation where you're clarifying things with someone and realizing that the issue wasn't with you but more so whatever was going on with them on that particular day on those particular days that same day mercury's making a sesqui quadrate with mars and we've seen so many variations of this alignment mars and mercury have been doing a dance with one another since september for the mars retrograde series because this ties into the mars retrograde series and and somewhat the mercury retrograde that we had in capricorn also the mercury retrograde from september but some of these dances were harmonious and some weren't so harmonious and this is part of that series where it just wasn't harmonious so this could bring up issues that you've had communication wise with people since the month of september and this acts differently than the one we had with saturn this has a lot to do with aggression passive aggressiveness speaking up when you need to learning how to curb your mouth and by that learning how to speak to others without being belligerent and any other problematic communication issues to deal with anger so if there's been an ongoing heated exchange with others this could be a time to address them if something was building up over the retrograde and needed to be said this could be your time to speak your truth this could be a time to stand up for somebody because you've been seeing a buildup of a situation and you're getting sick of it or this could be a time where you're shutting down people who are trying to get a reaction out of you in other words shutting down those who are looking for a confrontation and the reason why this is coming up this way is because it is a post shadow alignment so we have more resolution when it comes down to that sometimes the resolution isn't the most comfortable because we're dealing with mars coupled with mercury so it makes for some really obnoxious and uncomfortable exchanges but it gets resolution and it gets the job done from whatever might have been lingering around the retrograde and by the 10th we might get to the root of the problem because mercury's making a conjunction with pluto what's lovely about this is it is a sophisticated way to communicate with people it's a sophisticated way in the sense where we're able to have profound exchanges with others so our communication with others is deep it's analytical and it's being able to speak the truth in a way that doesn't come off wrong also in a way that doesn't necessarily provoke other people this is great for resolving deep-rooted issues so if something has been brewing for a while this is going to be the alignment to fix it some of the reasons for this is this alignment is great for self-analysis it's great for self-awareness it's great for seeing where we might have been the problem or assessing a situation and dissecting it for what it is and being comfortable with that even if it is a little uncomfortable it's about getting to the bottom of things and understanding those complexities so it's helpful in transforming the way we think and the way we communicate with others so hopefully it clarifies some of the edgy energy from the last bunch of days at 322 pacific on the 11th mercury enters aquarius and this is so necessary and so needed at this point mercury was in capricorn for far too long and so now we get a nice tone when it comes down to the way we think and communicate and by nice tone less heavier than it is in 
Capricorn. When Mercury enters Aquarius, we get a nice mental power up. We get excited about the possibilities for the future. We get excited about advancement in our life. And if we've been in a mental rut, this really helps in terms of giving us that much needed breakthrough. So we're able to come out of the heaviness and any stagnation that we were experiencing. Don't get me wrong, I enjoy Capricorn energy. However, a Mercury retrograde in Capricorn is a very heavy period. And so we're needing something a little bit more upbeat to help us get out of that, get out of that heaviness. Anytime we get Aquarius energy, it comes at a time where we're ready for a revamp. And so, so this could help us experience innovative solutions so that we're progressing in our lives. Our minds will be on making headway. So this could be a mentally progressive period that offers us alternatives that could help us see advancements in our lives. Earlier when I was talking about Venus and Uranus together, I was talking about technology. And during Aquarius times, we have a tendency to gravitate towards tech. So this could be a time where you're making upgrades in those areas of your lives. Like I was saying, this could be a time where you're making some upgrades to the technology that you have, whether it be a phone, tablet, your computer, anything to do with gaming. Or this could be a period where we're seeing some advancements coming up in technology with this Aquarian time. Aquarius is associated with science as well, so this could be a period where we're seeing some sort of scientific breakthroughs or certain research studies coming out that seem all new and innovative. So this is a time about getting news on cutting edge things. Communication wise, we are gonna want something that's gonna be stimulating. We are gonna want conversations that are stimulating. So we'll be more interested in engaging with people who are on the same wavelength as us. This could be through our friend group. This could be about joining groups. As a matter of fact, this could be a period where you do find yourself joining some sort of membership association or group of sorts. Maybe something might've been on the back burner, maybe due to a Mercury retrograde or Mars retrograde in Gemini. You put things on the back burner in terms of joining groups or membership. And this could be a period where you're finding yourself open and ready to do so. Since Aquarius is about community, this is about belonging to one. So this could be a period where you're seeking that out in your life. Another strength of this energy is it helps us think in a detached manner. It helps us separate our emotions from our thoughts. It helps us in a way where sometimes we need to get out of our own way. Sometimes we need to practice the art of healthy detachment when it comes down to our relationships. So this is going to be helpful in doing that. This will be helpful in separating yourself from a situation rather than making it about yourself and realizing that everyone's individualistic. And also this will give you the mental stamina you need if you're having to do something that requires you not to use your emotion. Because in life there are just certain things, tasks that we need to do, um, message that we need to deliver that can't be muddled with emotional stuff. Now that can be a neutral expression within this energy because as we get to the lower vibration, yes, there could be heavy doses of detachment within this energy. We need to be detached at times as long as we're practicing healthy detachment, but there are times where we can be so disconnected that we've alienated ourselves from other people. So we have to be aware of that within this energy. Also in this energy, since we aren't feeling our feelings as much, there's a tendency to disassociate from our Cells, there's a tendency to disassociate from our bodies or communication. So if we're not wanting to deal with something, we may find ourselves disengaging more than typical. And even if we aren't disengaging, we have to be aware of coming off too aloof because this energy could be very aloof in that way. And again, that comes back to that coldness that you kind of get with this. And if we are engaging with groups, we have to be aware of group think when it comes down to this energy. Even though Aquarius energy is about individuality within the group, sometimes the group can become hive-minded. So you just 
just want to make sure if there's any affiliations or associations or anything like that that you're with that you're thinking for yourself and you're not necessarily falling into that hive mind mentality other than that mercury and aquarius is great for having a mental upgrade which is so needed and you know obviously it's not upbeat in a warm sort of way but it's upbeat in a way of where you're just thinking of the future and ways to get out of ruts and after a heavy mercury retrograde in capricorn this is so needed so let's soak this energy up on that same day, Mars is making a sextile with Chiron, which adds to this upbeat tone. Mars is in post-shadow, and Mars at this point is starting to move. We're actually going to start seeing some more movement with Mars coming up and everything. This planet will be picking up speed. It won't be as fast, but it will be picking up more speed. And as it picks up momentum, and as we're going through this post-shadow, any challenges that we've had, we'll be running through them like a pro. And this alignment does exactly that. If you've had some challenges that you need to overcome, this is amazing for pushing through obstacles. The last times we got these energies was on September 17th and December 19th. So if there was something that seemed unmovable, this might be a period where you're starting to see that it's budging for you. So this could be a day where you're getting your confidence back. This could be a day where you're finally seeing progress on stuck situations. On a bodily level, this could be a day where you're feeling more energized if you've been lethargic or just drained during the Mars retrograde series. For some people, Mars is hitting their chart in that specific way. So that could have been a period where you felt more sluggish than normal. This could be a period where you feel like you're recovering from that and you're starting to heal and you feel energized. So with all that, this should be a very constructive day. When we get to the 12th, we've got some interesting alignments with the sun. The sun's going to make a semi-square to Jupiter, and the sun is going to make a semi-sextile to Neptune. So this is going to give us a mixed bag of alignments. This is going to give us a mixed bag in a sense where we might one moment have unjustified confidence about things, and the next moment feel deflated ego-wise. When the sun and Jupiter get together, it tends to inflate our sense of self. When the sun and Neptune get together, it can deflate that that sense of self. So it's a really weird energy to have those two things going on with the sun. Hard alignments tend to do that. If these were easier alignments, it would be more jovial and just spiritual with the Neptune stuff. But this can create a day where we feel a little bit confused. On the positive end, we'll feel adventurous. We'll feel energized in some way. We'll want to go out and do stuff. We'll feel lucky. But I will definitely warn against doing anything that's overly confident, meaning basically anything that's too risky because with that Neptune stuff, our perception can be blurry also with Jupiter stuff as well because this is a hard alignment and sometimes you go for the gold with Jupiter alignments with the sun and it's not the right timing so this could be a sense of bad timing when it comes down to things especially if you're dealing with a pumped up ego and some mental fog so yeah what a week what a mixed bag of alignments and it should be anything but boring anyway I hope you all have the best week ever later and see you in the next episode